You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia's open season. On now with match-winning deals and Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Welcome to Sports Day, Monday afternoon. Scott Sattler, Jason Matthews coming to you from the Sports Day studio. I hope you had a great weekend. Hello, Scott Sattler. Hello, Jace. Listeners, I had a great weekend uh, because of the All-Stars match. Uh, there were some games that were televised as well on, on some of the streaming services, KO, some of the trial matches in the NRL. Loved watching... What Naomi Osaka did in the Australian Open, Novak Djokovic, Medvedev. We always had the wood on Djokovic, didn't he? But he yeah. actually got over the top being quite comfortably in the Australian Open finals. And then the cricket today, the T20, the first oh, game against board. the Kiwis. Which you're is, back on board cricket now. Yeah, which is being played as we speak. And the Kiwis batting first were sent in to bat four for 94 off nearly 13 overs. So Australia had them at one for none. And then did, they're about two for six at one stage. Didn't you say to me last week, though, mm. that you're, it's not cricket season, I'm not interested in the T20s, even though we are talking to the Aussie cricketers, mm. you weren't interested because you're claiming it was uh, I can't recall season. saying that at all. But look at you now. I can't recall saying that. There's no evidence that I said that. Yeah, there is. There's plenty of evidence. I'll, I'll pull up the tape. If I can get to it, mm. I'll, pull, I'll pull it up. Hey, listen, big night tonight. Of course, uh, Married at First Sight is back on our screens. Can't wait. I can't wait either. The mm. thing is, we work till 8 o'clock, but thanks to technology, I can actually go home and watch it on a streaming service. Yeah. Thing. How good is that? Apparently, there's a girl on there called Coco, and she's a little bit loco. You didn't make that up? Yeah, I did. I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. All right, here we go. No, uh, actually, a guy I worked with is on it tonight, mm-hmm. and he is uh, matched up, or someone's matched up with this chick tonight who's got the weirdest name, and I just, like, like, like She's given himself herself a, a made up name because yeah. it's it's like badass or something like that. And I'm going, what? Okay, this is going to be interesting viewing. Anyway, that's a different thing. Hey, listen, as you said, the Australian Opens are over the weekend. We we'll have a look at those for you in just a sec. We're going to catch up with Sean Garlic, who played for the Roosters and the Rabbitohs, who's now running a pie empire. And I would say one of my I mean, I talk about Bob McCarthy being one of my heroes, but mm. Sean Garlic is right there. <laughs> When it comes to this, and he and I have got something in common sense. Yeah. And it's we're very close, and you don't even know this. But um, you'll find out a little later on what okay. Sean Garlic and I have in common. I have a fair indication. What, what do you be. think it is? Have a guess. Well, it's it's not looks. I know that. No, I'm, I'm much better looking, yep. Um, it's got something to do with the consumption of food that you would take in one sitting. Do, do you think it's what he makes is what I... Have in common with him. Possibly. Rightio. Mm. Hey, listen, what about uh, Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters turning up to a mate's place, or a, a fan's place to have a, a beer? Love it. Isn't that great? Have Love you ever, it. Hey, have you ever done that with a, with a fan? Yep. Have you? Yeah. 
Where, where were you playing? When Penrith. You did this? Penrith. A male? A uh, male um, is a young lad who had broken both of his legs in a, a serious uh, accident. Poor bugger. And got out of hospital, went home. And back then there was no, you didn't have really have social media. No one was really into emails or anything like that. But I remember running into the, the parents at the local shopping centre, the Penrith Plaza. And they told me what had happened and, and I said, oh, if you want me to come round and here's my address and just drop round. So they knocked on the door one day and they said, do you reckon we could get you to come over and cheer him up? So I went round and sat with him for a couple of hours and played PlayStation with him while he was in his bed. He was in his bed for like eight months or something. So oh, I sat there playing PlayStation with him and yeah, but it's, um, you know, I, I just think that sometimes when we're in sport, we sometimes, not everyone, there are a small portion that sometimes forget about how important the fans are. It's really hard to access players. We know that trying to get interviews, Jace. You've got to go through well, so most many club, gatekeepers. Most clubs are okay. Yeah. Most clubs. Most clubs. There's one that starts with B. Yep. Ryan's with Risbon. <laughs> <laughs> They're really difficult. <laughs> Very difficult. <laughs> hey, um, let's throw it out there. one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Who would you love to have a beer with? Who would you invite around to your house? Your beer date. Your beer date. Yeah. Love it. Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais would be amazing. <laughs> he would be amazing. Yeah. I would invite Bubble Boy from <laughs> Seinfeld just because he's offensive. <laughs> it's the moops. <laughs> yeah. Man. He'd be a good one. Jerry Seinfeld would be good. The cast of Seinfeld would be good. Will Ferrell for me. I love Will Ferrell. He's amazing. Do you know they reckon he's really quiet? Is he? Yeah, away from movies and films, he's actually quite an introvert. You can shoot us a text as well, 0477 736 736. Uh, you're going to preview the teams that came 13th and 14th last year in yep. the NRL. You're going to preview their seasons ahead, talking about the Cowboys and Manly. And boy, isn't there some news around Melbourne, uh, Manly today? We'll get to that right now. Time for sports updates. Sports Day, sports update. Hey, Chris Lee. Chris Lynn. Chris Lynn. But aren't you mates with him already? Yeah, but, I mean, he's hard to get hold of these days because he's such a superstar. He's in Pakistan. around the world. The yeah. But to get him to come around for a bit, he's always great value. Yeah. Yeah, good bloke, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Tommy Turbo just teased it just then. He's mm. done his other hamstring. He suggested he did it in the bathroom on Saturday, on Sunday morning. Is that like the dog ate your homework? Is, well, yeah. I've slipped over in the bathroom too. It can't happen. Particularly the misses of spray you don't hairspray, so it's a little <laughs> bit more difficult. But in saying that, this is this is really concerning. Now, for more reports, there has been footage that has emerged of Tommy Tabojevic racing one of his mates down the, through the Corso of Manly, whatever it may be. Um, now, whether that was for more reports, it was on Saturday night, and he did his hamstring on the Sunday in the in the bathroom. Now, we don't know whether that's true, whether the, the footage was actually of Saturday night, whether it was old footage, whatever it may be. But in saying that, it it does look good for Tommy Trebojevic if the hamstring was torn. Four weeks? Fooling around, yeah. F- well, not four weeks. It's f- the first four rounds. Yeah, wow. So it's, you know, it's seven weeks. And it's his other hamstring, like you said. And it leaves the Seagulls in a really tough position. It leaves them in a good position from a player that I think they should probably use, which we're going to talk about a little bit later on. He's only a young player. gives them an opportunity to blood him. But outside of that, like one of the best players in the comp, for him to be out for your first four rounds, then for another three rounds getting match fit, and he's got an imbalance anyway when it comes to his hamstrings, this is a this is a tough position mm. for, for mm. Manly. 
736 is our text number here at Sports Day. Already received a text from uh, Spider Everett. Former oh, really? AFL player. I know that he listens to our show. Yeah, questioning our sexuality about talking about maths. There's nothing wrong with that anyway. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong at all, Spider. Now, Spider actually does breakfast for a, a station. another station. Yeah, I've yeah. got no doubt, no doubt, 100%, that tomorrow one of their topics will be maths. Oh, because his bosses make him do that. Yeah. So we do it voluntarily. Mm. We don't get told we have to watch certain TV shows for our radio show the next day. Thanks, Spider. Uh, good to know you're listening. Good man, We've, Spider. He's a very good man. Uh, Emmy from Hargraves has sent us a text. Do you guys know the Charity Shield can only have 5,500 crowd at Glen Willow? At Mad- Mudgee. Yeah. Oh, I think that's because of COVID. So uh, it's actually funny. I went into a regional area on the weekend in mm. Queensland, west of Brisbane, and I've seen there was more COVID signs than I've seen in the city. Really? And I think these people in the area, the locals in these areas really want to protect their community. Mm. So, yeah, I can understand why there's half capacity at uh, Glen Willow Can I tell you, like, five and a half thousand in those regional areas, but they make the most of it. Yeah. I I can't wait for the game on on the weekend, the Charity Shield. Yeah, I can't wait either. Let's talk about the All-Stars game that was on on the weekend. Do you think it's a good idea to advise the players that there is no golden point? (laughs) <laughs> Do you think? Maybe the players should know the rules. And I'm sure there would have been some that knew the rules. I, I was sitting with a group of mates watching it on Saturday night. And they said, oh, golden point. They're going to take the gold to get golden point. I said, no golden point. It's a trial. No, no, this isn't a trial. This is, this is like another competition. It means so much, this game. Of course, there'll be golden point. I don't think they should have golden point because it, it extends the possibilities of extra time, one of your clubs, having a serious injury to a player. so, And the game is more than the result, I think. Mm. It is more about a, a real education and understanding and a celebration. So, I mean, I, I don't know about the listeners, um, what your highlight from the match was on the weekend. I thought there were plenty. The game itself has come under a lot of criticism, lack of points scored, 10 all in the end, Latrell kicking a goal with only a minute to go to, to even it up. Uh, a lot of people have been critical of the way the game was played, a lot of mistakes, not many points scored. Well, guess what? That's what happens in trials. Mm. Everyone just with the the lack of impact and contact over so many months and and it's uh, humid conditions as well, wet conditions. It had been raining, yeah. Yeah, so... But uh, again, my question is, do you think the players should know the rules before they ran out onto a field? I mean, Latrell Mitchell, you should have tapped the ball, not, may, not kicked the goal. Maybe they thought 10-all was... A fair the, result. A fair result for the occasion. Highlight of the night, and I'm, the jury's out on this, is yeah. uh, Alex Johnston from South yeah, getting interviewed. It was. Great, scored yeah. a try again, and he was interviewed by JT on the sidelines as he was walking back from the try. Have a listen to this. AJ, normally you're getting that cutout pass from the trail. He put it on the boot. How's that unfold for you? Um, yeah, the play before, I put a you know, not-so-good little kick, so this time Chell put the beautiful kick in for me, and... Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. My first try for All-Stars. So I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so I'm stoked, yeah. Awesome feeling. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. Where are the words? Best part JT's laugh after it. What? Hey? Awesome. Hey, anyone stand out in the game? Anyone impress you? Just quickly. Yeah, there was a few. Uh, I thought Latrell was really good coming back again. Um, had some really good touches. Uh, Jordan Ricky, the young, we spoke about him last week. He's a kid to watch out for at the Brisbane Broncos. Good player. Jack Whiten, I thought he was great. Uh, but James Fisher-Harris... The front rower yeah. for the Maoris. He was 
He was amazing. He was the player of the match. He was his work rate was amazing. The two for and he scares me too. And the two Fafita boys looked so fit. David Fafita looks really lean. I haven't seen well. So Andrew Andrew, Andrew yeah. lost. What's he lost ten or yeah something like that. Yeah, he looked great. Yep. Um, but David Fafita for the Gold Coast Titans, he looked so streamlined for a young man. He looked really good. Origins going back to Melbourne this year. Doesn't matter where you have it because New South Wales will wipe the floor with the. Queensland this year, but uh, game one in Melbourne, game two, Brisbane, game three, Sydney. You like the idea of it being in Melbourne, don't you? I've always thought that game three should be in neutral territory because you're either you're either playing for the win, one all, on neutral territory, so every, everything's fair in love and war, or if it's 2-0 and you're going for a dead rubber, you're selling to a market that's going to turn up and watch anyway. So, But you know what? The first game is so important. So important in Even, an Origin Series. And and from a revenue perspective as well, you're not going to get your $20 million to host a game mm. if it's game three. So game one in Melbourne, it's neutral territory. So whoever wins that... It's not neutral territory, seat. mate. Yes, it is. I've been to an Origin in Melbourne. It's neutral territory. No, it's, it's not. More Queensland. It, 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 more more Queensland qu- it's 90% Queensland. Yeah. Mm. That's not neutral territory. So this is an unfair advantage to Queensland <laughs> this year in State of Origin. That's the point I want to make. Really? It is, mate. It's unfair to us New South Welshmen that we have to play a game in Queensland number two <laughs> and in Brisbane. Was it unfair in Adelaide as well or not? Oh, that was Queensland as well. See, everyone's jealous of New South Wales. Okay. So all those people living Based outside, on... New, just how good we are. Okay. And everybody who lives outside mm. New South Wales doesn't like us. Aren't you from Tasmania? No, I'm from New South Wales. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm a Bankstown boy, mate. Mm. Through and through. But see, that's, I don't know, it just annoys me. Just go back to the old system have, and rotate it. Just have two just, in New South Wales one year, two in Queensland the other year. Yeah, but over the years, Jace, and I try and sit on the fence with this. I'm not like Gary Belcher, okay? You'd have all three in Queensland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try and sit on the fence with this. But what we've seen in the past, Jace, is that if, he, if there is a dead rubber... Mm. There's been games when we've watched some of the Legends games that always get shown on Fox Sports where it's game two in New South Wales and they couldn't even fill Sydney Football Stadium. So a dead rubber in some of those states, most, in, most, uh, mostly New South Wales, if it's a dead rubber, they don't, they don't turn up in masses. 0477 uh, 736 736. Who would you like to have around for a beer date? Mick has sent us a text saying Glenn Robbins. Oh, funny. Nice choice. I wonder what, yeah, but is that Mick, was it? Yeah. Mick, what character would you want him to play? Would it be? Uncle Arthur. Uncle Arthur. Would it be Russell Coit? Or uh, Kel? Kel Kel Day Knight? Kel, Kel, no, Kel, yeah, Kel Day Knight, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, which one would you have? There's so many, and from his days in Fast Forward, like he had so many, so many characters. Would you want to have Trump around for a beer? Yeah, I would, because I'd like to, I'd like to chain him up to a chair and just slowly torture him for an extended period of time. I don't think you can do that. No, no, I know you can't do it. I'd actually do time. You heard it here for first. Hurting, well, hurting t- him. today you're wearing, like, can I describe the clothes you're wearing today? You look like you're selling selling a couple of products, timeshare or a yacht and a boat. Mm. And you're wearing a bright orange shirt. You're wearing boat shoes and some, I don't know, some uh, old men's shorts. So you're actually wearing an orange, looks like an orange prison top today. So you're almost dressed for it. Oh. You look, can I, I'm going to take a photo of you and put it up on Twitter. You look terrible. You look, who dressed you? Who dressed you? Did, did someone fly out from Florida 
who's 85 on the weekend. You can't talk about this because the people who are listening can't see it. I'll, so put, it not, up, I'll put it up on you're Twitter. Not trying, you're not creating a great image. Um, Latrell Mitchell signs a two-year yeah. extension at South. Great news. Yes. Well, we spoke about this last week, didn't we? Where uh, the two years, many may have thought you'd want to lock up Latrell for three, four years, but Latrell's management believed that at the end of the next two years that that uh, there'll be a substantial sum of money that could come his way. So 21, 22, and 23, of course, the new TV rights come in where they're all thinking that maybe the salary cap will rise, whatever the revenue may be, we're not quite sure. So two years allows him to uh, to possibly, potentially, be the highest paid player in the game. Uh, the Kiwis are four for 126, by the way, after four for 127 now after 16 overs. This could be a pretty uh, pretty easy chase uh, for the Aussies. Yeah, Quickly, Sam's two for 20. Also, Jai Richardson, very good. Yeah, he's earning his $2.5 million mm. from the uh, IPL auction the other night. Before we go to a break, Oz Open on the weekend. Djokovic wins his ninth. Yeah. That's right. Ninth Australian Open. I'm going to ask you a question uh, off the back of this. This is Djokovic winning, called by our very own Brett Phillips. Medvedev wastes no time. He'll launch the serve down the middle. Djokovic's forehand. He's right on the line again. Dug out by Medvedev. He comes forward. Novak, a nice volley there. Can he pass? Puts up the lob. Little back goal. Forehand flick into the open court. It's mission accomplished times nine. And for his opponent, it's mission impossible. There's no handing over the keys for now. It's status quo here at Melbourne Park. For Novak Djokovic, the king, nine from nine. And he gets a little closer to Rafa and Roger. To be honest, really, at this stage of my career, it's 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 about majors, it's about the you know the, the ranking, you know, number one, obviously. Those are the two biggest goals I managed to achieve this this historic number one. And I I mean, you know, it's uh, it seems unreal. I mean, but but of course I'm I'm very, very happy and, and, and proud of that. Is he the greatest sports person mm. to visit our shores and clean up? And clean up. Nine nine Australian Opens. Mm. I think Kelly Slater has probably won about, I think he's won about eight or something surf championships here. Or here, not world title. No, no, here. I'm talking, yeah. about, I'm talking about a sports person coming to our country and winning our tournaments. Did Michael, Michael Schumacher, because I think, put, won? Because you've put that last... Addition in and clean up. Yeah, I think I think you'd have to be. Hasn't been beaten at Rod Laver in a final. I think Michael Schumacher won four Australian Grand Prix. I think, but I, I can't think of a sports person has been so dominant, so dominant in Australia. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. Does yeah. this change your opinion of Djokovic? Does this? Does this? I mean, he's a little bit out there, and I think that's great that he's, he's a two centric. behind Federer and Nadal now, isn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. So where does he sit? Well, Amongst those guys, is it because he's polarised that he doesn't get the he doesn't get the credit he deserves? Yeah, it hasn't been as engaging as what um, Nadal and especially Federer. You know, Federer is so humble in everything that he does and so accommodating with media, fans, whatever it may be. Djokovic, unfortunately, um, the the most recent episode with Djokovic is being the creator of that is it the Apia tournament overseas? Which yeah, we had a problem with that. And then yeah. there was footage, yeah. you know so many COVID cases to come out of it, whatever it may be. So. You know, he's a little bit on the nose still, Djokovic, but you, okay, can't, still is, right. you can't deny his talent. Oh, unbelievable. How, how, how good he's actually been. one 15 What do you think of Djokovic? Does he deserve the accolades? Does he des- I reckon... Would he be one of the people you'd, you'd 
get round for your beer day. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have Kyrgios there. I would. Would you? Of yeah. course you would. I'd have Kyrgios. He'd be a beer date. Oh, you wouldn't stop hugging him. Mm. You love him so I much, do. don't you? I like him. I'd invite Tomic's coach, Vanessa Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> I would. No, because I, 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 I want to hear her thoughts about That's the creepy. game. Why is that creepy? Why is that creepy? Because it's coming from a creepy place. No, she's one of the best coaches in the game, Scott. <laughs> she is. When she handed a squash racket to to him. A shuttlecock. Yeah. She, I think she gave herself up that she actually didn't know anything about the game as his, as his coach, as Bernard Tomic's coach. Snoring, waking up tired. Find out if you have sleep apnea. Book a home sleep test at Pharmacy Sleep Services. This is Sports Day. Uh, it's open season, Makia, with match-winning deals and Australia's best seven-year warranty across the range. When we come back, we're going to continue our business chats. Uh, we're doing this for thanks to Officeworks, where the guy played for the Rabbitohs and also the Roosters and is now head of one of the biggest pie companies in Australia. He's a tremendous player. Great bloke. He's a good player. Good-looking rooster and Rabbitoh. Uh, Sean Garlic joins us next on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Red Energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's Open Season. On now with match-winning deals. Welcome back to Sports Day. Scott Sattler, Jason Matthews. Monday it is. And, of course, Sats, you know we've been doing this series of uh, interviews around sports people who have gone into business. Uh, today we are doing it again. Let's get to work. Officeworks, helping you make bigger things happen this guy and I have got something in common, something very big in common. This guy played for South. That's not that. No, Roosters. No. <laughs> it's not that either. Played for South again. He's also an actor. Home and away. Home and away. How good is the that? The only thing that you two have got in common that he make pot makes pies, you eat them. <laughs> That's the only thing you've got and, in common. And, and quite a few too. Uh, former police <laughs> officer, but uh, now one of the bosses of Garlow Pies, Sean Garlic. Welcome to Sports Day. G'day, guys. How are we? Good, thanks. Good. Thanks, for, thanks for coming on. Obviously, the transition from, from football player, actor, police officer, you've done a few things into the family business, which was, I believe, started in 1991 by your brother. You came on board in 2000. How did, how did that transition happen from you playing footy to going into Garlow Pies? Yeah, no, well, my brother was actually working in a local pie shop, just uh, serving his apprenticeship as a pastry chef, and... Uh, was, was sort of, he'd been there for about 10 years. When I finished playing football in uh, 2000, I was looking for a bit of a hobby. I was going to stay involved in rugby league and, in fact, was uh, was on board at the Rabbitohs when they got back into the competition. But uh, in 2001, uh, a little spot came available at Maroubra Junction in, in on Anzac Parade and I said to my brother, what about if um, we'd had our own pie shop? Would you like to uh, you know run your own shop? I was only going to be involved from a hobby point of view. He goes, look, I know how to make the product, but I've had really haven't taken much notice how my boss runs the business. I said, look, how hard can it be? So we just opened our first shop, but we had a really good uh, kickstart in that we we had a grand opening that was televised live on the footy show for some people. That's still right. Remember. And we had yeah. we had the likes of Artie Beetson and Daryl Broman and <laughs> Mark Carroll, Craig Salvatore, and big MG Gaia uh, have a pie eating competition. 
And I think, uh, looking back, MG he ate 15 pies that night oh. and consumed 16 crown lagers along <laughs> with it. And um, it was a perfect perfect launch for the for the uh, business. Yeah, great stuff. Now, I've, I've watched it really with interest, uh, Shauna, because, you know, we've known each other for a lot of years through South Sydney connections and, and whatever it may be. Yeah. And of going into a really aggressive market, the food market, did you – did you try and take a, a different approach than, than others have taken in the past? Well, look, our model's completely changed from where we started. Uh, originally, it was going to be just a pie shop at Maroubra, and then based on the success we had with the first one, we opened a second one in Mascot 12 months later, then a third and a fourth and a fifth and a sixth. Anyway, we opened 13 pie shops in the first five years, mm. and um, things, things were going terrific. And then, um, you know, what we found, though, that was it became more and more difficult to find good spots especially in Sydney with the highest rents in the world, wages have been as high as they were. And we decided that we'd start to go into the wholesale market and started supplying pubs and clubs and schools and cafes and all that sort of thing. And um, for the first couple of years, I was still working at the Rabbitohs. And my brother was sort of trying to run the business on his own, make the pies. And I was employing staff on night time and all that. It just became too much. And so uh, I, I threw the uh, the football manager's role in at the Rabbitohs and, and went over and said, look, now we're going to have to make this business afford me because I wasn't really drawing much of a wage and um and Coles came along I suppose the biggest the biggest kick we got was when Coles came along in 2009 literally locked on our literally locked on our door and said um would you like to supply Coles and I immediately thought oh look I've heard what you guys do to small businesses oh. no thanks and um you know quite they, you know, they persevered and they said look what, what are your worries and I said oh worries is you know you're going to drag us out on payment terms you'll sell our product for a dollar and ruin our brand um, you'll build us up and then cut us off at the knees. And they said, no, no, look, you know, help us. Let us work with you on all of this. And so we started slowly and uh, that was the best thing we ever did. And yeah, wow. uh, we, we started to realise that we started to realise that the pie shops, every time you open a shop, you open a new set of costs. Whereas when you do the, just concentrate on the manufacturer, let somebody else uh, sell them, you really get economies of scale. The more you make, the cheaper you make them for, the bigger the profit margin. And so we just you know, grew from there. And eventually... We've now closed all of our stores. The only store that we have is the one that's attached to our production facility head office. It's Kingsgrove in Sydney and um, much easier model to manage. Oh, that's that's depressing because I remember distinctly <laughs> one, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning buying an armful of chicken pies from the Coogee one. Oh, I think yeah, Johnny Carroll was with that... me actually, yeah. Yeah, it now, was right opposite the Coogee Bay Hotel. It was the famous... Uh, it was a famous uh, campground for Origin, of course. Yeah, it you was know, many, too, yeah. Many events and incidents and accidents happened around Coogee in, the, in those days, and uh, we were the beneficiary of people falling out of the <laughs> Coogee Bay Hotel straight into the pie shop at all hours. It was 24-7. In fact, we had three 24-7 stores at one stage, one at Mascot, one at Coogee, one at Great Old King's Cross. Yeah, weren't they good days? Oh. Hey, uh, Sean, disciplines from rugby league and sport. You know, we, we learn a lot of disciplines. One of them aren't isn't looking at numbers and figures. It's only the figures that's on your contract. But what disciplines have you have you learnt from sport and then transferring that into business? Look, I suppose the most disappointing thing for me, and this is a real reality check for anyone that comes out of rugby league, and you sort of just forget this because you sort of just, you just move into rugby league from school and you think that's... Um, in, in rugby league, you're surrounded by high performers and people that really want to, you know, they want to strive to achieve. Whereas, no disrespect to general workforce, but most people want to come to work, do their job, go home, not get a call on the weekend, not get disrupted, and just and happy to do that. 
the the thing that I had to do was I had to lower my expectations of people generally, you know, in in the general workforce, you know, people that are in your accounts, people that are on just answering your phone, taking orders, people that are on your forklift, you know, people that are packing pies, stacking pies. They're not not high performers. They're not, you know, and and no disrespect, they they want to come to work, do a job, fair day's work for a fair day's pay and, and happy. And what I used to do early on was was I expected too much for the amount I was paying people, basically. Um, and I needed to lower my expectations and, and realise that I'm in a different industry now. I mean, the, the thing that a, a first-grade coach has, he has he has one halfback, then a halfback behind him, and a halfback behind him, and a halfback behind him, and it goes right down through the junior ranks, and everyone that's that's busting their their neck to get to get a go. Mm. Well, in, in the general workforce, that's not the case, you know, and, and you get rid of somebody at your peril because then you've got to recruit somebody, you've got to induct them, you've got to train them, and, and then they might not work out. And I found very early on there was my expectations were too high and I just turned too many people over. And, and you know, you can't grow a business, you can't have a successful business when you keep doing that. Yeah, really good, really good insight to how your mind has ticked and how you've actually learned through our business. How has, um, over the last 12 months, COVID kicked in about this time last year? How has business been through COVID and have you been able to keep all your staff and the business going? Look, it, it, was, it was a real two-stage effect for us. In, in um, April last year, when sort of the, the, the throes of COVID really became um, uh, relevant and people started to panic a little, uh, we lost all of our... We, we still supply it to a lot of pubs and clubs and schools and cafes, sports grounds, lunch trucks, uh, all of that sort of thing. Well, they fell off it off a cliff as we all know you know airlines airline lounges all fell off a cliff and, and we thought armageddon was was um was on the approach you know we didn't really know where the business was going to go how many staff were going to have to cut uh april was a horrible horrible month for us worst worst in years and then all of a sudden we got the panic buying in supermarkets and and we we're in we we're in every coles in, in new south wales and queensland and all of a sudden sales started going through the roof so much so they had to prioritize deliveries and pies at first weren't on their priority list what and so we, we copped a bit of a whack early on until they got their logistics right and all of that and they realized hang on pies are what people were they, they, there wasn't a pie left on the shelf Absolutely. Pies are what people want to throw in their fridge and their freezer mm. uh, in these uncertain times and we've seen supermarkets um, just go through the roof so we're now in Woolworths as well not in Queensland unfortunately just yet but we're in uh, the Woolworths in, around New South Wales, and we've been very lucky that um, they've traded beyond all expectations. You know, I think I think both of those both of those would agree that um, uh, can this be sustainable? Can the sales remain where where they are and where they were for last year? But I suppose less people are going out, not as many people are going to restaurants, and um, things have sort of changed, and people have saved a bit of money by eating more at home and buying more from the supermarket. That's so, true. Well, I hope it remains the way it is. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I lived on a, I don't know about you, Sats and Sean, but I lived on a steady diet of pies, Chico rolls and toilet paper uh, during COVID. So that got me through. <laughs> that still continued. Still, still continued. Well, we're well, still in COVID, mate. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah, outside of, right. outside yeah, well, of. Just as well. This is what you did. Outside that's why you had that toilet paper to finish it up, yeah. Outside of the uh, good old meat pie, Garlo, um, what's the favourite pie? Oh, well, good point. I mean, and so we do about 30 different flavours, different sizes, family pies, little party pies and all that. But it, but isn't it amazing that, you know, we do chicken pies, we do lamb pies, you know, uh, we do seafood pies. The good old-fashioned um, meat, plain uh, mince pie, 
well, we sell as many of them as all the pies put together. And the sausage roll, of course. You know, you can't go past the sausage roll. Mm. But, yeah, you've got to be, you've got to be uh, creating new, new flavours and new recipes to keep yourself interesting and keep the brand relevant. But it's amazing how people just go for what they've always got at school, mm. what they grew up with um, at the football, and it's that, that plain meat pie that uh, keeps on keeping on. Um, have you ever had a sausage roll roll, Sean? I mean, I've told, I've tried oh, to educate yeah. Sats and Badge about these sausage roll rolls, but they are they're a gift from God. These things. It's a plain long roll shoved with a sausage roll in it, heaps of sauce, and of course you've got to have a chalky milk with it. They're legendary. Oh, yeah. They are, and especially for a man on a budget, you know, you, you, they're <laughs> really filling. You put them in a you put them in a big roll, a big sausage roll. It gets you. It keeps you going, and especially when you top it off with the chocolate milk. Oh, you're yeah. full for, you're that, full for half the day. I have one of those for breakfast. That gets me through to morning tea. You know, just <laughs> anyway. Hey, listen, Sean Garlic, we do appreciate your time. Quickly, one more. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas and. Kia's open season. On now with match-winning deals. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. That was a good chat with uh, Sean Garlic. He's an outstanding fella. Absolutely. It's a really tough world, the food and beverage industry. Yeah. And for him to be able to enter into that against some, yeah, some, some other very big, iconic, brands and labels as well and to be able to still be here and going strong as well especially through covid it's um yeah it's it's refreshing yeah it is very refreshing oh four double seven seven three six seven three six is our text number as we do our hot topic uh, a light-hearted one for you monday um dave Grohl went around to a fan's place and uh, had a beer so, they... da- so the fan actually contacted him on social media and yeah. said Come around for a Come beer. Come around for a beer. And, and Dave Grohl's the lead singer of the Foo Fighters. Yeah, and said, yeah, absolutely. Where Pretty do you big. Live? Yeah, massive. One of the biggest rock stars in yeah. the world. Yeah. Yeah. I said I'd invite Tomich's coach around, Vanessa yep. Sierra. Yep. And just to, get, to teach you I just, I just want to pick, or... Yeah, I just want to pick her brain. I need help with my daughter's tennis lessons. Yep. And because now she's a, a qualified tennis coach. And why Bernard is playing with a badminton racket. You just want to know why... Um, actually, Clacker from Chindra as Texas yes. also zero four double seven seven three six seven three six Rodney Dangerfield. That's who he'd have. Mm. Of course, famous from many movies, but Caddyshack. Absolutely. Um, Sats did say earlier that he would tie up President Trump. He'd have Trump over just to tie up and torture him, yeah. which you're not allowed to do, people. No, don't try that at home. Joking. Uh, we've had Come about on. sixteen text messages from someone who's one person uh, yeah. not put their name on it, and. Uh, He's actually claimed that Scott in, is a radio personality. Now, I take offence to that. <laughs> sure, he's on the radio, but Scott, you're not really a personality. No, I agree. So, But thanks for your text messages uh, on that. You can stop sending them through. And also, the, based on the the Garlow's Pies chat we just have, you mentioned the, the sausage roll in a roll, which I've never had. It's the best thing ever, mate. I'd never heard of it growing up. Oh, sad. And you've educated me. And Lou, uh, she's texting on zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. She goes, they were a special. They were called a special with sauce at our school really? tuck shop. Remember the tuck shop? How good was yeah. the tuck? Remember when you're sitting in class? Yeah. And someone had to go get the the basket. Yeah, the tub or the basket that had all the the See, bags of food. First day of school, I thought all of that was mine, <laughs> but apparently you have to pay for you it. You have to share it with the kids. Yeah. 
But Lou, she's right. It, um, I, I, well, I never, I never knew it as a special with sauce. But yes, sausage roll in a roll. You've got to try it, mate. Mm. Why don't we have one for lunch tomorrow? I'd love one. All right, That'd be great. Heaps of heaps of uh, dead horse tomato sauce on yep. it, and we've got to have a chalky milk to go with as well. Can I also say, based on the hot topic, which is surrounding, who would you invite round for a? Who would you contact on social media and and say, come round for a beer date? You know how much I love my boxing. Mike Tyson, I just want to know what was yeah. going through your head all those yeah. years when you're just doing what you're doing, biting people's ears off and just being being an imbecile. Why? Um, there's a, there's a group of people I wouldn't invite around now. Anyone who's got Netflix, if they've watched the the biopic or the movie on the autobiography, The Dirt, Motley Crew. Oh God, wouldn't invite them. No, a lot of damage. They trash a house. Oh, be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Who would you invite around for a beer? Come on, who would you like at your joint for a beer date? We just got another text from that person. Yeah, about your comments about the former president. Yeah, uh, he should visit. That's Scott, the former president, and state his Love case. Love to. You organise it. I'm there. Scott and about, I'd say about 200 million others would love mm. to state their case. Anyway, uh, that is our hot topic. Uh, you'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco Authorised Service. Book at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day for Keys Open Season. On now with match-winning deals, Chris Nelson joins us in just a sec. And then Sats will preview the team that came 14th in 2020, the North Queensland Cowboys. He'll preview their season coming up next on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with badge and sats. For red energy. For 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's open season. On now with match winning deals. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. Uh, here he is, fresh from a uh, one win, three losses on the weekend. Chris Nelson, hello, mates. That's a bit rough. How are you, Joe? I'm just dealing, rough, with, just, de- I'm just dealing with the facts, uh, my friend. No, it was a good day. It was a good weekend of racing in Queensland and another really good, solid week coming up as well. Yes, uh, plenty of racing around in Queensland this week. We... Uh, Kick off at Cairns tomorrow. Uh, we go way north for Cairns. Then we're at Ipswich on Wednesday, Eagle Farm on Thursday, back north to Townsville on Friday. Now, Saturday, interesting weekend this weekend. We're racing at the Sunshine Coast as our main meeting on Saturday. That's a Tattersall's meeting that was transferred from Doombin uh, a month or so back. But we're also racing at the Sunshine Coast with their normal Sunday meeting on Sunday. Now, that Saturday meeting's a good one. We're only a couple of weeks away from the uh, jewel races on the Gold Coast half-million-dollar races in the middle of March. We've got uh, a dual prelude for the three-year-olds, and we've got two dual preludes for the two-year-olds, obviously a male's and a female's division of those. So they're both very important lead-up races to some very rich races coming up on the Gold Coast in a couple of weeks' time, Jace. All right, Chris, it's going to be another big week of racing in Queensland. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week at the Eagle Farm, Gold Coast and Sunshine Coast. Chat tomorrow. Look forward to it. Thanks, Jase. What have you done tonight? Before we get into your preview of the North Queensland Cowboys. Oh, Jimmy D, he's texting. At high school in Newcastle in the 80s, a no, sausage that's it. roll in a roll was called a Bruno Burger. I can't believe you haven't had one. We're having I've one tomorrow, and we're putting it on, I'm putting it on Twitter tomorrow. Listen, 
Can you stop with the Trump stuff tonight? Because KC is the person who's bombarding us with text messages. Is the Sunshine Band with him as well? (laughs) Stop it. Okay. Stop it. KC said, KC is the name and enjoy a visit from SEAL Team 6. Okay. Well, KC, they've got to get through quarantine first. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Is that like the Thunderbirds? Is SEAL Team 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, all the different... If you're going to be popped, they used. if you want to be popped, his favourite Thunderbird is four. So if you can send SEAL Team four, he'll be very happy with that. Right here, preview <laughs> of the Cowboys. Support local, AustralianMade.com.au. The North Queensland Cowboys finished yep. 14th last year. They did. Uh, what are their gains? Pretty ordinary year because uh, they you know, the retirement of Matty Scott and also uh, Michael Morgan was off the field for a long period of that year. Uh, they haven't got a lot of gains, to be honest. Uh, the most notable one from a player that's played a lot of NRL, Lockie, Bo- Lockie Burr from New Zealand Warriors. There's a lot of losses. John Asiata, Gavin Cooper retired, Tom Opachik to Parramatta. Uh, but they've got Toddy Payton. Okay, good coach. From all reports, going really well. Their key is Scott Drinkwater. If he can, if he can learn to just control the frantic pace that he plays the game, they'll have a really good season. Michael Morgan will be back. And a player to look out for, Mitch Dunn. Now, he's played a bit of first grade last year, really good ball player. I think he's going to have a huge year, Mitch Dunn. What's your prediction? I think they'll improve a little bit, but probably about 11th. Okay. And Todd Payton will be joining us uh, on Sports Day tomorrow. So yep. we'll have a chat to Toddy, see how the preseason's going. That's your preview of the Cowboys for 2021. Look for the green and gold Aussie-made logo. to be sure it's authentically Australian-made. This is Sports Day for Kia's Open Season. On now with match winning deals. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.